There we are. Hello, everyone. We are live from an unusual location. We've got a peanut gallery in the back today. Who's gone? Oh, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, this is going to be probably a bit of a short session today, Hector, because we've got Hector and I here together live in Toronto. It's not special effects. It's not special effects. It's We're near Toronto. It's near Toronto, yes, yes. Um, so I guess we, we want to keep it a bit short today because we want to get back to drinking in the fire pit and hanging out right. with everyone. Um, what, what's our topic for today? I guess it was, was it going to be working virtually? No, I think we said, uh, finding inspiration and, uh, and innovation while on vacation. <laughs> inspiration and innovation while on vacation. Um, well, while you're drinking, well, actually that's usually a good start for a lot of the that's innovation right. and inspiration. Cheers. The hard part is making sure you remember it. That's uh, right. <laughs> well, it's, it's live on Facebook, so we'll yeah, remember so, so we'll remember these ones. Um, but, you know, one of the things I struggle with is when you're on vacation, being able to actually make sure you're setting the time to work, right? When I come up here to the cottage, which is a great place to potentially work remotely, and we have all this technology that enables us to do our job from anywhere in the world, but when you get up here, you want to be by the dock, you want to be by the water, and probably the last thing you want to do is be going live to Facebook. And right. We're, we're getting some <laughs> flack with, from your brothers and sisters here about going live at yeah. 11 30 at night and they don't get it they don't get it and the fire pit's literally right behind right <laughs> so i can tell you some of the things that i have observed while on vacation in canada okay and i'll tell you maybe maybe these are lessons to take for work or maybe not but a couple of interesting things uh one in canada they charge you hst on gas separate than the price stated in the u.s uh, sales tax is inclusive, which uh, which is kind of interesting. I, I don't know if if if, if that if that affects the tax world, but in the U.S. there's no sales tax on gas. The the excise tax on gas is sort of built in, and the gas stations uh, charge it automatically. So I thought that was interesting. But the other thing I found interesting in Canada, particularly, was um, the this. The service here has been phenomenal. The people, like I was at the Great Wolf Lodge, which is a water park, and there was something, it might seem minute, but it was something that, that I found particularly great, is every time I slid down the water park, or a slide, every single time, you know, when you're down in the water, you always submerge, and then you come up for air, there was always, always a person there to ask you, how was it? You know, and you think that's minor, but it's actually, it actually isn't. Because what they're doing is they're immediately asking you for feedback. That way you, you, you confirm in your head, yeah, it was great. And then you know you don't really believe something in your head until you have confirmed it or you've said it out loud. Right. So I think that they have built into that experience, reminding the guests that they are having fun, that it is great. Because it is 500 bucks a night. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so if you're not taking advantage of the, of the water park itself, you only remember the bill. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, the other thing that was really, really... Now, did they ask you how was it when they gave you the bill? <laughs> no, no, they didn't. No, they actually said, uh, check out, it's automatic. You don't even have to go to the yeah. front desk. So they want to slide past that part. That's right. That's right. So I thought that was great. I mean, I've, I've, uh, of course, that's just a, a lesson about instant feedback on service immediately. And that may not be a Canadian thing. That may just be the Great Wolf Lodge, which is actually, I think, an American company anyway. But um, while on vacation, I noticed these little things. And I always try to see, hey, is there something with maybe immediate feedback? You know, how was it? Like a, a lot of times I train my customers and I, you know, we do a session for two hours and then we always say goodbye. I never say, how was it? 
You know, mm-hmm. did you like it? Did you get what you wanted? I always assume they're happy because they're not complaining. But I, I thought that was a, just a small piece of inspiration I found this vacation so far in the two days I've been in Canada. And, and how critical do you think it is to actually have them expressly say it was good, it wasn't bad? You know, what about net promoter scores and doing it that way? You know, um, it's a water park, right? So they could just they could, they could just let you go to the next slide. I think it just has to do with reminding the customer that they, they that they that they used the service of yours or they uh, or they used your product. Remind them that if they liked it, to just say it out loud. I think it's just as simple as getting you to say yes. That's good enough. Right. That's really it. Yeah. I, I mean, we're we we do a lot of net promoter scores and. We do that for every one of our clients, and we try to get them to give us their feedback in all sorts of different ways, and, and we work really hard to get them to complete those net promoter scores, but we don't actually ask the simple question, you know, are you happy with the service at the right. end of the phone call? Right. And, and that, I think, is a, an insightful tip from a vacation. Um, you know, my my insights from vacationing are usually less uh, business-related and more about Okay, remember remember to go to bed before three thirty. Right. <laughs> remember to drink water. Right. That's right. Yeah. Now another another thing um, I found uh, interesting, I just escaped. <laughs> <laughs> so it couldn't have been that interesting. Right. So part of the problem yeah. is we may not be that interesting today, or maybe more interesting because right. Hector brought us up some Venezuelan rum, right. which my brothers have <laughs> taken. <laughs> Why is the rum gone? Right. Yes, um, we've had a couple of fingers of, of this rum, which is great. Which is also, I think, we're not quite as eloquent as we normally are on <laughs> Friday nights. That's right. So you add an extra day, you add a couple ounces of liquor, and and we're just not on our game, are we? Yeah. Um, and I can't read any of those texts. My eyesight is is horrible. They're just commenting about the size of the bugs. The size of the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do have a, another. Uh, uh, I'm reading a book called Alchemy by Rory Sutherland, right. and he was talking about the importance of their employees going on vacation. Yeah. Um, and part of the significance of that is so they come back, and these are the words that he said, they come back inspired. Now, how does an employee come back inspired from vacation? I mean, I know as an entrepreneur, my vacation experience is different than an employee's vacation experience. Because when I go on vacation, I'm only, I'm only partially this. I'm only partially disconnected. Yeah. And I'm thinking about things, and I'm trying to learn from the environment, and I'm trying to add on to the, the repertoire of of uh, of useful experiences that that can turn into something positive, right. transformative to my business. But when employees go on vacation, they really fully disconnect, and when they come back, they do come back refreshed. Like I know I. Not gonna be so refreshed because I'm running around after the kids, and I'm also thinking about work and I'm going live on Facebook. Yeah, you got a you got a whirlwind of a trip, and but I, and I think obviously in our industry too, which is a pretty stressful industry, uh, making sure that we give our clients or our staff, our team, the time to de-stress, relax is critical. I mean, what do you think about this concept? A, num- a number of people have been talking about um, giving people unlimited vacation time. Yeah, that's. Unlimited vacation time is something I want to talk to you about. I'm struggling with that, obviously, because one part of me says, if you give them unlimited vacation time, they'll 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 abuse it, mm. right? And then abuse it's it's probably part of the problem, because what does abusing mean? Well, it means they take too much. Yeah. But then who determines what too what's much too much? And if right? they're getting their work done, does it really matter? Right. I, I think that's part of the mindset that until I until I figure out how to 
give my employees the responsibilities to do the work with clear goals, then I really don't care what being unproductive or taking advantage or taking too many vacations mean. But that's that's part of my challenge with that. But I, that's something I want to evolve to for sure. I, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. So now I got to bring my sisters in because they're giggling in the background. So what would you guys think? Do you guys think unlimited vacation time is a good thing for a company or a bad thing for a company? I think you want to create a culture of self-starters. Yeah, a culture right. of self-starters. And if you have a culture of self-starters, if you give them the freedom, they're not going to take advantage of it anyway. you stole people. Pardon me? Well, if, if the people are abusing it, that's the people you know you need to get rid of. Well, what, okay, so what, how, do you define, how do you define abusing? What does abusing unlimited vacation would mean to you? If they're taking months off at a time, I think. Okay. Well, if they don't achieve their goals. If they don't achieve their goals. Right. I don't care if you achieve your goals, I don't give a shit. That's exactly but, but, right. Explicit. Explicit. We have to yeah, mic yeah. explicit. <laughs> yeah. The microphone's pointing this way. So now, 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 so together, so we have vacation, we have time off, which might not necessarily vacation, just like taking a day off or half a day off, and working from home remotely. Do you think that if you also give... You no, no, you're not being filmed. Yeah, it's it, it's just us. Because you don't you don't need to flash yet. I think it comes out the product. We're the only internet famous here. So. Yeah. Um, so what 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 about working what about working from home? Would you do you think that's the same policy? So be able to work from home whenever you want, work at whatever time. Does it does it extend to that? Is it similar? I, I think, vacation from that. In my opinion, it's it's the same thing, and it, it's basically if you can be responsible, if you can get your task completed, who cares where where you're doing the work from. And in fact, can, sometimes people can be even more productive right. because they're not having to deal with the commute, they're not having right. to deal with the stress of getting home to pick up their kid by a certain right. time, whatever the case might be. I think a major differentiation in this time of difficulty to find talent would be that it might be difficult for them to see another firm that would give them that benefit. Mm -hmm. So that might be a sticky sort of a... a differentiator. A, a sticky yeah. differentiator that would, might want them to stay working for your firm. Yep. Now what? Now have you have you been successful at giving people goals, but from like both financial and productive and client fulfilling goals? Have you been able to do it? Like, is your firm in that level that all your employees know what they're supposed to do? They don't need any supervision. Um, they can take unlimited vacations. Is are they there yet? No, we're not. We're not there yet. I mean, what's missing? I I mean I think that um, there is still the when you don't own the company, um, and you're you're there's, um, they don't have the same concern about making sure that they hit those targets as. Is it because they don't own the company, or because they don't have skin in the game? It's because they don't have skin in the game. I, I don't think they have to actually have to own it, but they don't have the skin in the game to, to ultimately care. Is there is there an alternative? I is didn't that, realize we were so funny. Don't, don't worry, don't worry about the peanut gallery. Don't worry, don't worry. Um, is there an alternative to skin in the game that's not ownership? I guess like profit sharing. Yeah, you, you know, there's there's different ways to do it. What if it? Um, what if you do no fixed salary, but but the salary is tied to a percentage of the production, sort of like commission, yeah. but well, not really. I think didn't Bob Wang do something similar to that with his model where he had? I think he did. Yeah. So I think there's lots of different ways, and we have. We do have incentives for our staff too, which is basically based on um, a combination of customer satisfaction, turnaround right. time, that's right. and total revenue. So we do build that, but I still think that ultimately, when that's not 100% of your compensation, they don't. it's not as big a factor as when you're an entrepreneur and 100% yeah. what you bring home is a result of the quality of the work that you're doing for your clients, right. the satisfaction that the clients right. have. 
and the volume of work that you can deliver. That's right. So if you were to design a plan like that, would you would you make that a top down where you think you with your leadership team or just the owners think of the plan and, and roll it out? Or do you think involving your employees in the process of designing this new comp slash goal based compensation plan that would include unlimited vacations and all that stuff? I think you've got to include the, the employees in the team because they've got to buy all into it. Yeah, I, I think all of them. Absolutely. Like it doesn't mean you're going to do everything they tell you to do. Right. Or every, but the more that you can involve them. I mean, that's something that my mom taught me a long time ago. Is, you know, this is change management 101. Right. I don't care what you're changing. If you can get the team involved in the process and feel like they're part right. of making it what it is, your chance right. of succeeding at whatever it is you're trying to accomplish right. is that much greater. And that also, that might also require you to have an open book management uh, policy where people can see the books, can see the profitability, yep. right? Isn't that implied? Or could you, could you somehow hide the financials and also make a compensation based on... Absolutely. I mean, you could choose to share only certain things, like whether it's a top line revenue, bottom line revenue. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's based on margins. You could share only a component of the financials. Right. So I don't think it's necessarily implied that it's complete transparency. But I personally just believe that the greater the transparency, the the more buy-in that you're going to get from your team. Now, you I might be wrong on that, but now one of the issues I've had in the past with transparency has been like one employee seeing what the other employee makes. And there being some maybe resentment because you mm -hmm. hired someone with more experience than the other person that's been yeah. working with you for three or four years. Yeah. Could that be a challenge too? Yeah, I, I think, well, and when I say complete transparency, like, I mean, I'm, we're happy to share a financial statement, but that doesn't mean you get the breakdown of what goes into wages and salaries. I okay. Think, I think there's got to be some confidentiality as far as people's wages and salaries. I think that, and quite frankly, I think in Canada, there's specific laws. Okay, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. So, yeah, I'm not an HR person, but I'm pretty sure we're actually you're, not you're, allowed to share that. You're precluded from sharing salary of an individual person to somebody else on the team. Yes, I think we just went past our explicit warning again. Right. We right. should, we should, um, we should probably, I don't know, should we keep today's session a little short? We can end it. Yeah. Well, I want you to, why don't you close us out with a, the deep insight from your trip and, and how you think you can go? Because I think this peanut gallery in the back is right. not going to, it's not going to stop until we're, That's fine. well, they were supposed to provide some, uh, some useful feedback. Yes. And, uh, throw, yeah. throw well, some ideas. We, we probably shouldn't have poured a whole bottle of rum down their throats before right. we went live. Right. Yeah. I, I brought I brought two bottles and there was one left. Yeah. And I said, what happened to the first one? That like, we drank it. But I said, I just got it. Yes. Yeah. So. It literally was in within about an hour. It was an hour. Yeah, it was an hour. So, well, I don't know. Next time I'll bring it. There's a next time I'll bring four instead. Yeah. And we'll have to do some, we'll share some footage from right. this weekend trip. Uh, yeah. Because it's been, we, we just got here this afternoon, only four or five couple hours, hours ago. ago yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we haven't even had that much time to hang out that much. We were just literally like right. playing with the kids, getting them into bed, right, that's right. having some dinner. And we, we had to do this. We're, 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 we're yeah. hardly ever together. So yeah, we even if like it wasn't that... Yeah, I know, I know it's a short one, and I know we're not on 100% of our game. That's right. The peanut gallery is not helping, that's for sure. That's right. Um, although they maybe are making it more interesting and um, and certainly more explicit. That's right, that's right. Um, and we'll be back to our normal date and time next week, and you're going to be live with Mike. I'm going to try to go. So, so I'm going I'm to be in Montreal next week, and Mike, who lives in Burlington, Vermont, is going to drive to Montreal and meet me there, and we're going to try to do the same thing. Uh, with Mike, it might be a bit more sober. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, and then we'll see how it goes. So anyway, I just wanted to 
take advantage of we're together we, we bought our equipment of course yeah so we had to use it yeah we had to test it out and we, we right. uh, of course went through the whole equipment breakdown of yeah who's got the better equipment so, no, so, got why. so one thing i just got real funny he brought a, a luggage worth of equipment <laughs> uh, i brought a phone a mic and a light yeah and, and we had all all different options and we're we, using your equipment we, we, we could no say we, we went with it what i'm saying is we went with the simplest route yeah we used a phone we used a microphone and one light two lights so, Oh, two lights, right? Yeah, that's right. Two, two lights and uh, and the fire. And the fire. And the fire. So at the end of the day, it's not really that complicated to do this. No. All right, man. So we'll keep chatting, and uh, and we'll see you yeah. next week. And who knows? We might wait till they get drunk enough to pass out and go live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should flip the camera around. Yeah, we, we 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 do have to flip the camera once. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's see so they can. Nah, no, don't do it. Don't do it. They don't want to. They don't want no, to. No, I, I wouldn't finish do that. It. No, no, finish, no, it, finish, no. it, finish it. Finish it. Finish <laughs> it. I don't know how to flip the camera.